0: Welcome, everybody. Filibuster Freestyle is back with Kitchen Quarantine. Jeremy Johnson will join us. We're breaking down the end of our food bracket challenge. We do it a little bit differently in the Filibuster Freestyle. We pick the actual NCAA games. We look at the teams. We look at the food that comes from those areas. And we put the matchups to a fan vote on Jeremy's Man Cook Good Instagram page. That's at ManCookGood. We went through the first round, the epic first round, filled with three 16 seeds winning against number one seeds from the basketball world. Because in the culinary world, they were dominant. And we will see where things went in terms of interesting matchups in round two, in the Sweet 16, in the Elite Eight, and of course the Final Four. And then last night in the real world, Baylor defeating Gonzaga for the actual NCAA championship. Let's see who wins the man good filibuster championship bracket. So, without further ado, kitchen quarantine jeremy johnson man cook good theme song coming make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast at apple Podcasts, spotify deezer soundcloud or good pods also make sure you follow us on social media at filibuster freestyle on both twitter and instagram and of course follow man cook good at man cook good on instagram as well theme song and here comes jj filibuster filibuster freestyle Filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster! 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 Freestyle! Filibuster mm-hmm. freestyle! It's the filibuster freestyle! Mm-hmm. Filibuster. Mm-hmm. filibuster freestyle! All right, everybody. We promised you a three-parter. Just like everything else in the last 13 months, you don't get what you wanted; you get what you get. We're getting a two-parter. JJ's back. Man, cook good. Food bracket final four is on its way. Jeremy, first of all, are you in the Subaru sound booth? Are you in the truck? Where are we at today?
1: Yeah, I'm in the Subaru sound booth. Um, my work, we're doing what we call a split. So I'm starting really late mm. and working late. And But then I had to run down to do my COVID swab test. So like I'm, I'm near work, but then I have to run home. I mean, I'm just all over the place today. So um, this is just what it is, man. This is... Nice metaphor for us providing
0: two food podcasts instead of three. Exactly. In fact, it, it literally is an anecdote in the real world to explain exactly why people aren't going to get what we promised them a week and a half ago. But you're getting something and you got to be grateful. So, where we last left, we got through the first round. We're going to do a very much of an express route through the brackets in round two in the Sweet 16 to set up what was an Elite Eight and full of blowouts. And a final four full of nail biters in the food bracket. So, we're starting in the West, JJ. I'm going to do my best. I know that unlike last night when Gonzaga lost in the first round, or lost in the championship, they lost in the first round in Norfolk State, and I think, was it Oklahoma or Missouri who who they were facing in the second round? Do you remember where any of that action goes? Who advanced out of Norfolk State and somebody? Well, we eventually got it
1: right, because Gonzaga did lose, so... Yes. We got that going for us. Um, Norfolk State and the pepperoni roll took on the Missouri gooey butter cake. And Mm. um, the pepperoni roll really put together a good run. They advanced to Sweet 16. The gooey butter cake, maybe people need to taste it because I don't think that got uh, as much love as it should. Um, Norfolk fell in the Elite Eight, though. Um, So they went um, Norfolk State, pepperoni rolls advanced the 16-1 matchup, then they beat Missouri with the gooey butter cake and uh, faced off against the UCSB half shell Oysters, who had a pretty easy path to the Sweet 16. And then UCSB half shell Oysters beat the upstart Norfolk Pepperoni Rolls, which, confession time, was a mistake all along. Really? Nor- Norfolk State played Appalachian State in the play-in game, or one of the play-in games. And I picked the pepperoni
0: roll based on Apple East This makes State. so much more sense, by the way. So much yeah. more sense for App State. You said, you know, coal miners. And I'm like, Norfolk's in Virginia, nope. but like Norfolk's on the ocean. So I was... You I know, let, we just plow through this stuff sometimes. And uh, as I picked up the pieces as we
1: went through the rounds, I realized there's no way Norfolk State can continue on any farther than they did. Please, please, please lose because it was all based on an
0: error. It was all based on App State who lost to Norfolk State in the playing game. Right. So the good news is the the half shell oysters made it to the elite eight, which erased the lie that was the Norfolk State right. pepperoni rolls.
1: Yeah, in a, in a single elimination turning, you can just kind of keep blowing through it and eventually all rights are wrong. Correct.
0: Which is great. Which is great. So okay, let's look at. We had, I think, uh, shoot, i got to remember here. So, UCSB, we know what they did. So, how about the USC? I think, yeah, the breakfast burrito it was a very strong candidate, right? Breakfast how did, burrito how did the breakfast burrito advanced do?
1: right through? Um, so, Virginia Country Hams fell in the second round to the USCB half shell oyster. Um, USC breakfast burritos blasted through a pretty good uh, draw for them. Pizza Hut, um, you know, the
0: the Eastern Washington University Banana milkshake Ugh, I People mean, like, love that one Breakfast burrito Had a real good run Right through that They, they stormed through
1: it um, They ended up beating um, Oregon And Tillamook cheddar In the Sweet 16 They doubled them up 24 to 12 Now One of my followers Did suggest That maybe A breakfast burrito With Tillamook cheddar In it Might be the ticket Oh wow We can't combine Our teams UC, USC Beat the USC UCSB oysters, the USC breakfast burritos advanced
0: to the final four. So, so, the Southern California breakfast burritos beat the Santa Barbara half shell oysters, and they are in the final four out of the West.
1: Wasn't even really close at the end. They, did, they almost doubled them up.
0: Wow, twenty-four to twelve votes. You said, right? That was in. Um, oh, that was USC, the other Oregon. round. My fault. Yep. And got then it. they nearly doubled them up. Um, they nearly doubled Santa Barbara up. All right, and we're going to hold it there in terms of the West bracket. But I tell you what, a very formidable foe. They were, uh, you know, they're going to be hard to beat. But we'll find out. Okay, so let's go to the let's go to the East. So in the East, we had another another massive upset to start in terms of the seedings, but not in terms of the deliciousness. The number six seed, Texas Southern University. What beef brisket? Barbecue, beef, brisket, you, you got it right for me. They were on a roll when we, last we saw that. Has anybody been able to stop them through the, through the Elite Eight, etc.?
1: Texas Southern made it to the Sweet 16 on their barbecue bon meat.
0: Oh, right, barbecue they, bon meat, sorry.
1: They defeated an oyster po' boy in the second round, and they faced off against the Georgetown Blue Crabs. Right in the Sweet 16, and they fell to the Georgetown Blue Crabs in the
0: Elite Eight. So the G-Town I gotta, Blue I Crabs. i got to give the Viet, the Viet Cajun food
1: um, their just dessert here because they pushed through to the uh, Sweet 16 and uh, both sides of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And this is a this is a cuisine that's not super well-known. Um, it's, it's hyper-regional. And um, people saw the uh, potential and voted them through to pretty much, I think, where they belong
0: that's a beautiful I, I thing like, i like the the food that wins the most to be things that people have actually
1: eaten and not just something that sounds great and they advanced through to the sweet 16 on both sides of the
0: bracket i tell you what, I, I, I like the staying power for that region in future years, let's put it that way, right yeah. so, going to the bottom half of the eastern bracket um, So some of the teams that advanced, I believe UCLA definitely advanced with their, um, Persian based food, correct? Um, and then I think they were playing against Abilene Christian. And then I know we had Maryland crabs were involved and we certainly had, um, whatever Alabama had on their plate. I don't know what, what, what happened at the bottom of the bracket there was UCLA in the mix the whole way. Yeah.
1: UCLA got bounced in the
0: second round. Okay. Um, to the Texas beef briskets. That's it, Texas beef uh, briskets. Got it. UCLA had Tadig, which, you know, I, I was really pleased that this, like, super culturally
1: important dish defeated the, um, the, uh, something. Oh, funeral potatoes of BYU. Had to happen. And then, I mean, come on. <laughs> it would have really bummed me out if Tadig uh, was bounced to some, like, ultra, um, you know, 1950s canned American classic. Um UConn and their pizza shop calzone throwaway made it to the second round, and they were bounced by the Alabama chicken fried steak mm-hmm. by one. So, wow. Tight
0: matchup. Um, chicken fried steak so chicken, over the throwaway pizza.
1: Chicken fried steak faced off against Brisket in the Sweet 16. Brisket robbed them, uh, more than doubled their, uh, their tallies, and uh, hardwood smoked beef brisket advanced to the Elite Eight. To face the Georgetown Blue Crab uh, boil,
0: right, and then was that a tight one or a blowout? That
1: was um, that was actually a blowout in favor of Texas and their
0: uh, beef brisket. So we got the Georgetown Blue Crabs. They hit the wall in the Elite Eight. A very respectable
1: run. Uh, but ultimately they could not hold up to the the sweet, delicious, beautiful, low and slow Texas beef brisket.
0: Yeah, what I know about the bracket, I feel like if Georgetown had been in any other region they might have had a shot based on the voting that was going on until they ran into, to your point, the force that was the Texas beef brisket. I mean the honestly
1: in the West were tough. I mean they were really tough. They were stacked. In this bracket.
0: Stacked. And then
1: there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of odd ones and regional like, uh, you know, uh, curiosities on the uh, on the south and the Midwest. And um, ultimately, I think the results uh, showed it as we worked our way through there, because things got a little weird over there.
0: Let's go to the weird. South let's the go to the weird side of the bracket. So, for instance, the south bracket is where the actual. Second overall seed in the real world, and the now national champion Baylor Bears resided, but they, I believe, lost as well to Hartford in the first round. Right? First round, the Hartford Hot Lobster Rolls defeated the Baylor
1: Gut Packs. <laughs> uh, the Hartford Lobster Rolls then went on to defeat the UNC Whole Hog Barbecue, which for me not was
0: easy, a huge, not upset. easy,
1: huge upset. I love a hot lobster roll, but uh, uh, whole hog barbecue is like a—it's a—it's a pastime. It's a—it's a tradition. It's a—it's an artisanal um, activity, and it creates some of the most delicious food that the American uh, continent can produce. And they got bounced by a,
0: a, by hot, a hot lobster, lobster roll butter
1: on a toasted hot dog bun. So let's go hot lobster. They are having their their moment though. All over the country, you got these uh, lobster roll trucks. Pushing out $20 lobster rolls. It's not just something you get on Cape Cod when you visit mm-hmm. in the summertime. This is something that people are getting to experience all over the country now. Got it's it. It's to a big Shark Tank investment, I think, with Cousins Lobster. Oh, yeah, that's so good they're point. they're
0: everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're, they're at scale now, as they say. So so that was a hell of a bracket, though, because, you know, you had the Villanova cheesesteaks. Obviously, the fighting cheesesteaks. You had Arkansas in there. I mean, how did that bracket play out Um I'm scanning it really quickly here. I know that there were some good things happening in that bracket, specifically with the Philadelphia cheesesteaks being one of those things. But where are we going? The
1: cheesesteaks fell to the Hartford Hot Lobster Rolls in the Sweet 16 by 2. hmm And that was like, the cheesesteaks jumped out to an early uh, lead, but the the hot lobster roll just snowballed. They just kept gaining speed. They took over the lead. They tied it. Then they took over the lead, and then they actually bumped it up by a couple points at the end. So, hot lobster roll.
0: People feeling it. How about it? they Um, took out a whole hog barbecue and cheesesteaks? Pretty damn good. I know. It's really impressive. And, you know, like,
1: along the way, the cheesesteaks took out queso which is a a, a kind of a religious experience for parts of this country. Um, You know, yeah. I mean, really like an impressive top half of the South bracket.
0: So Um, what happened in the bottom half? Yeah.
1: Texas Tech had um, this blue blue streak steak or something or another, and they got beat by Colgate and their meatloaf.
0: Meatloaf? Meatloaf a power. Meatloaf
1: meatloaf went to the Sweet 16, Where they faced off against Florida's Disco Fries. Now there is some controversy here because apparently Disco Fries are known um, all over the Eastern Seaboard. So, um, but one person that said they said, "Listen, Disco Fries are a New Jersey thing," and I said, "Well, is it is it beef brisket gravy on fries with you know Velveeta, basically?" And they're like,
0: "No, it's a different kind." So the name Disco Fries is all over the country, but the type of Disco Fries you're talking about are definitely from. Gainesville, Florida region. Is that fair to say? I guess so. Yeah. It's, they are now, right? And by the way, Disco Fries, talk about having a moment. Disco Fries, I mean. I
1: think they drew a pretty good, pretty easy
0: path, though. I mean, Agreed. They, they, they beat the OSU Buckeye Candies, which are, you know, nothing, I mean, they're, they're tasty, but like Buckeyes have a lot of hate, too, so most people just see that name and they click the other side. Yep. Then they took on Meatloaf, which,
1: wow, I mean, do we all love Meatloaf? But honestly, is there something that, like, is less exciting sounding, especially when compared to Disco Fries? (laughs) Uh, Disco Fries smoked meatloaf, more than doubled them up, and Disco Fries went up against Hot Lobster Roll, and Hot Lobster Roll, they actually won that one pretty easily to advance to the Final Four.
0: So Hot Lobster Roll in the Final Four. Guys, I just want to point out, so we've got the USC breakfast burritos. We've got the Texas beef briskets and the Hartford hot lobster rolls. And I'm pretty sure of those three teams in real life. They want to combine one game. Yeah, this is not, um, we is, were not fully busted until the elite eight, which is phenomenal. Uh, by the way, um, that's pretty good. I, I do wish that, um,
1: there were a couple that could have gone either way that would have made this bracket. Um, Something that you could like post and say, hey, we, you know, we did more than most people, but ultimately I don't think we did.
0: That's fair. But honestly, it, yeah. this has been my most fun version of this iteration because the fan vote is involved, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as much as I enjoy you and I spitballing on things and again, you do the legwork, the work times 10 on the kitchen quarantine. It's been great to have the man cook good, filibuster freestyle fan base Giving us a little bit of their opinion, being able to use it to advance, to survive and advance—it's amazing. So let's, we're excited about it. We're ex- getting a lot of feedback. I mean, we're talking about our guy Matt Marquis Sal. Marquee Sal, you don't know this yet, but I'm going to have you make t-shirts for next year. Uh, I think there's a really good, really good. There's a really good something in here, um, though. I'm not sure our my chief marketing officer agrees, but I'm telling you, there's something here, Marquis Sal. Think about some designs. But anyway, let's get to the Midwest. Midwest bracket. The only bracket in which the 16 seed did not topple the one seed from real life in the first round. So that was Illinois, um, which I think was, it was like a beef, like a beef bits, right? Italian beef sandwich. Oh, what was the beef bits one? Oh, that was Loyola Uh, Chicago. Oh, barbecue rib tips. That was Loyola Loyola, Chicago. Loyola Chicago. Right. So Um, let's go to that. That was a round right there. It was Illinois versus Loyola it was second round. Second round. Italian um, sandwich, barbecue beef tips. Let's start there. Where are we going?
1: Barbecue rib tips advanced to the Sweet Sixteen, um, winning pretty comfortably over the Illinois Italian beefs, and um, and surviving the controversy of deep dish pizza not making it into the um, into the bracket with two schools from Illinois. Although I can't give Illinois a deep dish pizza, and I was I was hesitant to give Loyola Chicago deep-dish pizza, um, Sorry, I work with Barbecue Rib Tips, deal with it, you know. I'm the judge, jury, and executioner on it. I make mistakes. I own it. I don't really know what else to
0: say about it. I mean, listen, you just did a mea culpa that nobody would have even noticed about App State actually being the pepperoni roll and not Norfolk State. Guys, Jeremy's an above-board kind of guy. People make mistakes, I, but they're, they, 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 they they endeavor to try, you know?
1: I tried, I tried to give the big schools... The biggest dish from right. the area. Right. So that sense. The little school that isn't supposed to have a great basketball team doesn't, like, romp on some regional delicacy
0: that, you know, could have gone either way. Right. And, and, and you know, occasionally you get a Hartford Hot Lobster Roll in the Final Four, but, again, it's occasional, you know? You didn't know. It's tough because, like, Hartford, I mean, I'm I'm a huge Connecticut Lobster Roll fan. Most people think of a lobster roll, they think of a Maine lobster roll. Yeah, cold. And it's the cold. It's like Maine. revenge. Sure, I'm not mad at one. I'm never mad at a lobster roll.
1: But, like, a hot lobster roll is, they're kind of having a moment, but it's not as famous of a thing. And it turns out people are really
0: feeling it. <laughs> and that's totally fine. So, okay, Oregon State played uh, Tennessee in real life in the first round, and then you had Oklahoma State played Liberty in the first round. I think Oklahoma State... Had won that first round game. Uh, And then, you know, if you want to go to the bottom of the bracket, you had the Syracuse. Furtada had lost to the, um, what was the, uh, the San Diego State had a very strong entry, didn't they? Carne asada fries. Ah, the carne asada fries. You gosh darn right they had a strong entry. Spoiler alert. So what happened with the carne carne asada fries? Carne asada fries, which are
1: French fries with basically like Velveeta and carne asada on them to represent the uh, the loving relationship between San Diego region, uh, Mexican protein, uh, and uh, cheese, whiz and potato products. Uh, they smoked almost everybody in their path and uh, worked their way right through the bracket and ultimately into the Final Four. They defeated, okay, um, let me see if I can back up here. They defeated, all right, six-pound frittata, whatever, they could have gotten bounced in the first round if they had a tougher drop. Yep. They beat the the Moorhead State Hot Browns. Hot uh, Browns, a regional delicacy that did not hold up well.
0: They um, beat Shrimp and Grits. Mm, tough one. And then they beat Dungeness Crab Cakes from Oregon State. Which were lovely which and had a moment themselves, correct? For
1: me, I would have thought Shrimp and Grits would have advanced. I would have thought that um, Dungeness Crab Cakes would advance. But the people, it must have been feeling a little stony or had a couple of drinks because they're all over carne asada fries all the way through.
0: Yes, okay. So we've got our final four. We've got, again, the USC breakfast burritos to start your day. The Texas beef briskets, lunch, dinner, whatever you want. The hot lobster roll if you want a little fish in your diet. And then, of course, to wash it all down, the San Diego State University carne asada fries. Honestly, a heavyweight matchup on both sides of the bracket at this point. Really good stuff. Really,
1: like and a lot of fan support. Fan support for um, all four teams, and uh,
0: both of these games played out like the UCLA-Kansas game, right? Uh, which is like an overtime, fifty-foot bank shot from fifty feet away again <laughs> I'm to win you, it. It
1: was like it was really tight. It went back and forth. We had many lead changes. And ultimately, the breakfast burritos, which, I mean, I love a breakfast
0: burrito, and it's like the West Coast version of, like, the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich that,
1: you know, the the Northeast is obsessed with. I'm a little traumatized on breakfast burritos from all these years of working in commercial uh, production where, like, some production assistant will walk over with a sack full of, like, cold, wet breakfast burritos and be like, oh, sorry, but we grabbed you guys breakfast. And you got to, like, eat it with one hand while you work with the other hand. So, like, I love a breakfast burrito, but I'm, like, a little traumatized by them, and unless they're, like, perfect, they can get a little messy. America has a much different opinion, and I'll give this to the world, too, because Make Your Good has got a bunch of followers in the UK. I have people quizzing me about, like, what is this dish? You know, I had one person that would quiz me on these American classics before they voted.
0: They would, they I like that they took the time to that ask that. you the questions, though. That's great.
1: They wanted to be informed. I'm explaining to somebody from, you know, Leicester, England, what a hot brown is. and I'm just having just such a good time with it. It was so much fun.
0: I mean, um, you, you'll never get a chance to do that again until next year's NCAA. That's a great thing. That's a fun way to interact. I love it. Especially after this week, because I picked
1: up like 20 followers from the UK after my uh, Easter dinner uh, post.
0: Well, it was lovely because um, you had the lamb and that was beautiful. They've
1: got an Easter holiday, a bank holiday on the Monday after Easter. So a lot of people, yep, they've got more legs for Easter and they've also, they love them a roast. And um, somehow uh, I got a bunch of play, the algorithm bumped me up over there in the UK. And I've just been like really cleaning up on UK followers. So next year is going to be even more of this um, explaining regional delicacy.
0: I have nothing wrong with that. And just to let everybody over know over there. If you if you're from uh, University
1: of Texas, Texas University defeated the USC Breakfast Burritos by one point.
0: Wow! To advance. The Quick question: How long were these up for? Like twenty-four hours, twelve hours? What was the voting 24 window? Twenty-four hours. So 24. in a day's time, your your copious amount of followers, not just nationally, worldwide, as discussed, came down to one vote.
1: Yeah, and so did at the other side of the bracket. Hot lobster rolls And carne asada fries Both In my opinion Upset bracket busters And if I were to do up My own food bracket yep. They would not be In the final four yep. And carne asada fries Advances again like, Again let's, by one vote
0: Let's By one vote let's, let's talk about this for a minute You have a, a really nice Like late night snack Or you know Whatever basically a glorified appetizer that just took out a hot lobster roll. It's and beca- kind of a, like,
1: let's get carne cider fries for the table kind
0: of dish. Yes, and it just took out not only everybody in its own bracket, but then took out the hot lobster roll, which to your point a minute ago, took out a, a, lot, a, lot, a, lot, of, a lot of carnage on that bracket as well. Someone's got to win. And so now you got <coughs> carne cider fries for the table, Versus Texas beef brisket, which is, again, kind of like an activity. Maybe not quite the same as a Carolina whole hog, but pretty damn close, right? So, so what happened? Let's get right to the chase. Like, was it close? Was it not close? And how did it go down? This thing went down
1: all day long. It was neck and neck. I got text messages from several people cheering for their, their preferred winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had a San Diego native. Texting me, Carne Asada Fries, all the way, exclamation point, exclamation point, several times throughout the day. Um, I, I mean, I, I uh, these brisket fans, like, I, I, I'm on a, a WhatsApp chat that's called Brisket Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fake band name of the week. These guys were outraged. They were like, what is going on? JJ. Carne Asada Fries was leading by three at one point. Oh, my gosh. And I, I reported back in, and there was outrage. And then, like, uh, no sooner did I click back over to Instagram and it was tied up again. And then, current surprise, it looked like they were going to lose. They were down by two. And, like, I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and I opened up the app and it was tied. Tied. And the voting was closed.
0: So we have, but, like, just like in the real world, we're not going to have co champions. Only one can survive. Yeah. This is literally the Gonzaga game. We're going knock down, drag out, someone needs to hit a 50-footer to win this thing type stuff.
1: Yeah, and then ultimately what happens is, what nobody wants to happen, including me, the commissioner has to step in, look at the two teams, line them up, and say, beef briskets, you're the champion.
0: And that's what happened?
1: But that's exactly what happened. I can't give the championship to Carnegie asada fries. Yeah. You throw carne asada fries into a fryer... You pour some like, you know, some steamed hot uh, Velveeta style cheese, nacho cheese on it. And then you take some carne asada that you've like, you've prepped off and cooked off. And you've gotten like a bain-marie steam tray yeah. and you dump it on there. And you maybe you put some scallions on it if you want to put a pop of green for the gram. And you send it <laughs> out to a table full of people drinking IPAs in San Diego versus some guy whose job title's name is yeah. Tens of fire all night long. Overnight maintaining a perfect temperature and a perfect color of smoke so it's not too smoky, but it's not too light and you can't have the white smoke, it's got to be the perfect blue smoke. You got to mm-hmm. have the perfect airflow. You got this like unbelievable cut of meat that if you were to grill up a brisket and try to eat it with a fork and a knife, it would be like eating a shoe. But if you cook it for twelve hours under perfect conditions, it's the most delicious melt-in-your-mouth perfect thing. It's a religious experience to have a properly smoked beef brisket. And how can I, who calls myself Van Cook Good, Mm the audacity to call myself a man who cooks good, pick a like a brewery appetizer over this like Hundred percent. Experience. I just couldn't do it. No, I you made. Want to play. I like to watch the world burn sometimes myself, but like
0: <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. What an, am- I do it. No, what an amazing moment! And honestly, and your your uh, your argument is rock solid. So I'm going to give you a filibuster freestyle approved on that one. However, if you the Kanye Sada fans out there are upset about it next year, you got to mobilize even harder, and you got to hope a team from your city makes the tournament again that's what's going on right now yeah i mean if you're a university if you're a san diego
1: state uh fan you better first start and hope that they make the the attorney next year right uh, but after that there's a good way to get this and it's called lobbying and organizing if you want to get anything done in this country it's not about the money all the time a lot of times it's about the organizing yeah and if you can if you can rally people to the cause and get them over to the page at the right day the right 24-hour periods then you might be able to take it down
0: next year. As it is, be proud of yourself. Unbelievable run for the Carnesaur. Yeah, Carnesaur of French fries. Getting to You know what this is like actually, JJ? I'm going to draw this back to another March Madness finale. Gonzaga was prominently featured again. Um no, it's a lie. It was the Brad Stevens, it was Butler versus Duke. Brad Stevens, now Celtics coach, coach of Butler Butler puts up a shot from basically half court to win the game. It rims out. Butler would have taken down Duke. It's almost a little bit sweeter. I mean, yes, you want the national championship, but to know you could have won. And, and okay, order order was restored in the world, but only because of physics. And in this case, Jeremy is the judge, the jury, and the executioner. He laid out why he was the physics. He laid out why the carne asada couldn't take the title on a tie and gosh darn it, I stand with you on that, JJ, for sure. But what a run for Carne Asada putting San Diego Brewery Fair on the map globally. I love it. Let's just say that people are not lining up for six hours outside of like, you know, sculping... Ballast point, for yeah. For Carne Asada, Carne Asada fries. Like, it's just
1: not the way it goes. But you go down to Austin, and if you want to go to the Cathedral of Brisket and, and go and eat at Franklin's, you go line up in the morning you bring a lawn chair man Just yeah. like buying tickets to the stones right this is not something that you can like just walk in and buy you've got to work for it yep I just I just couldn't do it I, I you know I, I couldn't do it um interestingly enough various regions version of like a poutine
0: mm-hmm. did really well very well the I t- noticed that
1: fries did really well carne asada fries did really well um what else was there there was um
0: yeah, there were more. Uh, there was a third one. There in were like three there, or four. Yeah. There were probably four ish poutine versions in the first round, 100%. Good time to plug going back and listening to our, our last podcast. Uh, if you go to the filibusterfreestyle.com page, there is a kitchen quarantine section. It will be uh, the either most recent or soon to be second most recent episode. You can hear about probably four to five regional poutines, I think all of which won their first round game.
1: Yeah, and this tells me that people love them. Some french fries with some soggy stuff and some cheesy stuff on them. This, I think, we can learn
0: from. And in no way is that wrong, right? That's a good thing. Um, Let's
1: talk about disappointments. Please. Who who would you have, you know, who would you have had doing a lot better than they did? Because for me, it's got to be the cheesesteak. Shocking that the cheesesteak, was bounced
0: in the Sweet 16. Cheesesteak was Um, brutal, for sure. Um, I
1: was really bummed out at how poorly the um, various sweet items did. Uh, Peach pie got bounced early. Huckleberry pie, which I thought would have just gotten some love just on the curiosity factor alone, bounced in the first round. Um, I've learned that maybe this year people are not feeling the sweet tooth
0: yeah i'll tell you what a couple of things based on how well the hot lobster roll did and being a guy who prefers the cold lobster roll um you know would have there was a cold lobster roll in there somewhere wasn't there no they did well there's no Maine, so right, we couldn't do it sorry yeah. sorry sorry so that so that was an interesting that was an interesting i would have been interested to see if a cold lobster roll had been in there how that would have fared could have gotten even further um the oysters were an unbelievable accomplishment um From UCSB, Um, though I, I personally, they were doing so well. I could have seen them do better. The one that I really was disappointed in, um, being somebody who lived in North Carolina for five years, was the the whole country, the whole the whole hog. Um, Guys, everything Jeremy said about the brisket from Texas. If you go a little bit north and a little bit east to North Carolina, it's that for hog and. What, are they getting out of the second round, barely, or if if, if at all? I mean, I think they got bounced in the second round. And that, that to me, that, to me... See, the Virginia Country Ham... Yeah, Virginia Country Ham gets bounced early every year because nobody knows it the way that, like, you know it. But for people not to understand the the North Carolina hog thing, uh, that is very disappointing based on how good of an experience that is that I can attest to directly.
1: This just, like, I think furthers the argument in um, in all of our political and uh, cultural experience that there is a northeast bias and a Southwest bias in this country for San Diego State Carnicata fries and the hot lobster rolls to go as far as they did that's fair it shows that these cultural epicenters have got a lot of sway and for whole hog barbecue to not get its um, it's you know, it's just desserts, and it's it's
0: love from the people. It just, I just think it should. Yeah, those are tough moments, you know, they, sitting
1: down at a picnic table outdoors and watching some man work a whole hog uh,
0: barbecue. It's it's a lovely thing. So that, yeah. So, but to me, what a romp, what a romp through the bracket. What a great time, as always. I've already started scheming with Jeremy on ways can we do some competitive food stuff throughout the year? Does it just have to be March Madness? And I'll tell you what, folks. I don't think the answer is no. I think the answer is we can figure out a way. If, if there's time, there's certainly a way. So we're excited about that. But we're excited to, you know, with the exception of last year when it got canceled. I mean, it's become an annual tradition. Man-cooked good, food bracket, on the filibuster freestyle. We love doing it. J.J. Literally any other playoff scenario would be easier than the
1: 60-14 uh, March Madness. Correct. Series. So... I'm I'm
0: in favor of it. Yeah, I think we can do it, and the best part is in most Either other in most other scenarios besides the NFL, you have series as well. So like you can have a week to vote. You know it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll talk about it offline. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Thanks for voting. Thanks for subscribing, both to Mancook Good and Filibuster Freestyle on Instagram. And remember, you can get the Filibuster Freestyle feed. And the Man Cook Good subgroup, if you will, the subreddit on filibusterfreestyle.com. It's got its own section right there. Jeremy and I started doing kitchen quarantine right around this time last year, weekly for a while when we were in super duper lockdown. And we've kept it going and we've incorporated some of our other various bits throughout the year into that feed. So, kitchen quarantine on the filibusterfreestyle.com. And actually, JJ has it linked from his Instagram feed as well. One more plug Man Cook Good at Man Cook Good. JJ, stick around for a second and catch up. Everybody else, thank you for listening. JJ, thanks for being on, man. Thank you.